Praise the Lord, everybody. Welcome to the Summit Internet Radio Podcast Show. I am your host, Adam Tuggle. Yes, we are live on the show today. And yes, we are uh, here in the in our home studio today. We're outside uh, uh, doing this uh, podcast on today. And it's beautiful out here, y'all. Today is Monday, June 15th. And I am so blessed to be with you guys on today. And I just wanted to let y'all know that this is the show. This is the show that gets your week started off right. This is the show where the gospel is told and not sold, y'all. I am uh, super, super blessed to be with you guys on today. I really, I really, really want to say that before we get the show started. And I also want to say uh, that we have a very, very great topic for you today. The topic today is spiritual warfare. And I know that we've been talking about uh, various uh, topics such as uh, liberty in America. and uh, You know, we've been talking about different things that have been going on in the world, but this is something that has been going on in the world forever. All, going all the way back to the Bible days up until now, spiritual warfare has been going on and it has a lot to do with what we're dealing with now uh, in, in society, everything that we're dealing with, with the pandemic, what we're uh, dealing with as far as uh, what's going on about the protests uh, for racism and different things like that. So I want you guys to uh, grab you something to eat, grab you something to drink or whatever it might be during the commercial break. And then come on back and listen to the Summit Internet Radio Podcast Show. I am your host, Adam Tuggle. Man, we got a very, very powerful show for you today. And we're going to dive deep into this topic on today. So uh, we want you to come on back and listen to the Summit Internet Radio Podcast Show right here in Jesus' name. And I'm your host, Adam Tuggle. God bless you all in Jesus' name. I'll see you after this commercial break in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord, everybody. We are back live on the Summit Internet Radio Podcast Show. I am your host, Adam Tuggle, and man again i'm so blessed to be with you guys on today um i hope that you are having a very very blessed week um i pray that you are on this week in jesus name uh today we are talking about spiritual warfare and we are going to look at um this thing called spiritual warfare because everything that we are dealing with uh, nowadays um is basically dealing with spiritual warfare. The things that we are going through um, deal with spiritual warfare. And you might say, well, um, how can you tie this into spiritual warfare? Number one, and I'm going to say this. Number one, any human being that is living on the face of the earth You have spirituality, um, whether it's good or bad, connected to us. 
when we were born we were born in sin and so that is something spiritual uh, that we have on us when we're first born and when we are uh, when we receive salvation um, that is spiritual Um, when we receive the Holy Ghost that is spiritual that goes into the spiritual so if you have a uh, if you have a soul you're living you are spiritually um, the human being is spiritually connected to the spiritual world because you have a soul in Jesus name amen so there is every human being that has a soul Every human being has a soul. And your soul lives on after um, a person uh, passes away. The body dies, but the spirit does not. So this is why we need to be in spiritual uh, warfare. Because the devil tries to come against us every, every time he can. He'll come against us. And this is what spiritual warfare is. And so some of the things that we are seeing in today's society deal with spiritual warfare. You see hate, uh, some things that are that we are dealing with, which is um, racism, um, some things that we are dealing with. Um, these things uh, have spirits connected to them, and they're, and they're evil. They're evil. I'm just going to... Um, they are demonic spirits um, and they take over a person. But we, being um, spiritually uh, minded people, godly people, have to go to spiritual warfare for the people that are doing, that are allowing these spirits to come upon them, and for the ones that are dealing with it. We have to be um, always warring for. Uh, the saved individual, the unsaved individual, ourselves, our families, our children. We have to be in constant spiritual warfare uh, for uh, the people of this world. So we're going to go to a scripture and we're going to go to 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Um, 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Verse 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3 through uh, 5. And I'm going to read that in your hearing. And it says, For for thus we walk in the flesh. We do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringeth into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. What this verse is saying to us is, is that we are in this world, but we're not of this world. We walk in the flesh. We 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 have fleshly, um, we have flesh over our bones, and we walk 
um, we we're in the world, but we're not of it. We don't war like man like man would war. Or we won't. If somebody in, for example, if somebody is coming against me, I'm not going to um, do vengeance. I'm not going to do. If somebody um, say say somebody comes against my brother or my sister or my mom or my dad, I'm not going to try to go after that individual because they came against my mom or my dad or my sister or my brother. And, and this is this is something I, I said this on a previous show the young lady that um, the police officer the ex-police officer I think it was in uh, I think it was in Detroit I think where the young lady thought that um, the uh, African American male uh, was in her home and um, she killed him. And she walked into the wrong apartment. She thought she said that she thought it was her apartment, and she she drew her gun and shot this individual and killed him. Well, during her her trial, um, the brother of the young man um, he lent forgiveness. He didn't have hate in him. He did not, he actually hugged the woman. And this is what we're talking about. We don't war like others would war because a normal person would be so upset, uh, uh, would be upset that you killed my, my brother. If somebody did something to my family, I'll, I, you know, we don't, we, we say what we're going to do in certain situations. This is why we need the Spirit of Christ to be able to um, withstand the wiles of the enemy. This is why we need it. And this is, goes into spiritual warfare. Um, my former pastor, great woman of God, gone on to be with the Lord now, but she lost her uh her son to violence her son was murdered and I I remember her telling the story about when they asked um, a word from the family and when she got up there she was eye to eye with the person that killed her son and she she said I forgive you. And she told the family, the mother, and I guess the father, um, she told the the person that killed her son's family, if you ever need me, call me. And she forgave the individual who killed her son. Now that's a hard thing to do. It's not easy, but with the spirit, but the love of God and the spirit of Christ that was on the inside of her allowed her to forgive. This is this is the thing because she could have went on a rampage. She could have said, "Hey, I want him dead. I want him, you know, this, that, or whatever, good, bad, or indifferent." 
I don't care. I'm upset. I don't lost my son. My son's not coming back. Da 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 da. Whatever. But she showed the she showed the love of Christ in the midst of a in the midst of a hard situation. And this is where it says, "For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds." It's a stronghold when you see somebody. It, it, when you and, and I'm gonna go into this. I'm, I'm gonna get deep into this. When you have certain a certain situation happening several times in one area, that's a problem. That's a, those are spirits going around in that area. If you see in, for example, if you see murder, a murder happening in in an area, in a certain area, and you have multiple murders happening in that one area, there's spirits there. And we, being the body of Christ, we must do what we need to do in spiritual warfare to get rid of these spirits. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. Some of this stuff, some of the stuff that is going on today, that is going on in our world, that is going on in our society, that is going on in our churches, that is going on, going on in our communities, is happening because the church is not praying enough, we're not fasting enough, we're not reading the word enough, we're not being on our job. And this is the problem that is, is becoming a bigger problem because we're not being on our job. Now, Satan, he's on his job. He's doing what he said he was going to do. Are we? The Bible says he comes as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. His job, he's always on his job. His job is to is to steal, kill, and to destroy. If he can steal stuff from us, he'll do it. Just to steal, kill, and to destroy. This is this is what this is this is Satan's uh, uh, plan. He's had the, the Lord has already informed us in the Word of God about Satan's plan. Steal, kill, and destroy. This is why we need to be in spiritual warfare. This is why. If we didn't, if, if, if there was no need for spiritual warfare, he wouldn't have told us that we don't, that the weapons of our warfare are not carnival mighty through God to the point down of strongholds. I can't, I can't fight a spiritual being using natural stuff. Look, for example, if you have, you you lack, if, if a person lacks peace, you're not going to find peace in, 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 in drugs and alcohol. You need something. The Bible says that, that he is peace, that he will give us peace. If you keep your mind on He'll keep your mind in perfect peace. His mind is stayed upon thee. You have to keep your mind on him to have perfect peace. You want joy. 
think on think on these things. He gives us weapons to use. This is the stuff that we're talking about. This is why he gave us the scriptures so that we can use the word of God, which is the sword of the spirit, the word of God. And like I said, like I've said before uh, on previous shows, we we can we can sing songs all day. We can sing gospel songs all day long, all afternoon long, all night long. But when you're talking about spiritual warfare and you're going into spiritual warfare, yes, so I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not denouncing anybody's ministry of music because music is good. Music is a key, one of the key essentials of um, the gospel of Jesus Christ. But a song is not going to defeat the enemy. Is it encouraging? It's encouraging. But it will not defeat the enemy. Amen? The word of God will defeat the enemy. He knows. Look, let me let me let me show you why he uh, does not. A song will not defeat him like the word of God. Because number one, before Satan was kicked out of heaven, before Lucifer was kicked out of heaven, he was the archangel in heaven, and one of his jobs was music. One of his jobs was music. To give praises unto the Lord. So a song is not going to he he you know we 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 see some people in the church just because they have a talent or a gift um, from God to lead the choir or to sing a solo or to or to play the music. That does not matter. We we use them. We use them just because they have a gift. We use them just because they have a talent. Now, talents and gifts are good, but but gifts and callings, the Bible says, come without repentance. You don't have to have a you don't have to have the Holy Ghost to have a gift of playing music. You don't have to have the Holy Ghost or to have the have the gift of, of singing. You don't have to have uh, the, the Holy Ghost to have the gift to uh, direct the choir. There's a lot of people directing choirs. There's operas that, there's, there's people directing operas that ain't got the Holy Ghost. The Bible says gifts and callings come without repentance. It is when you receive the Holy Ghost. Speaking in tongues as the Spirit of God gives the utterance that those gifts are more used and they're used for the kingdom of God. Amen. You cannot look. Don't I, I said this, I, I preached a sermon at my church, and I said this during a sermon. 
just because you can sing, you can you 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 can uh, direct a choir, whatever. This goes for the church. I'm talking to the church right now. I'm talking to pastors. I'm talking to bishops. I'm talking to I'm talking to who I'm talking to today, right now. Just because you have a minister of music that can play, that can sing, that can direct a choir, if they are living in sin, just because they have a gift don't mean that they need to get up and don't mean that you need to use them because you know what you're going to do. You know what you're going to do? Those spirits that are on them are going to get into the people. And you wondering why your church is all messed up with all these spirits running around. Don't you know spirits are transfer transferable? It's just like the coronavirus. The coronavirus is transferable by touching somebody. Or by breathing on somebody. Don't you know spirits are transferable? Spirits, whether they be good or bad, they're transferable. You hang around. The, 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 the saying says one bad apple spoils the bunch. The Bible says evil communication corrupts good manners. Who you hang out with? You'll, either One or two things going to happen. If you hang around evil communication, you either going to change them or they're going to change you. That's, that's, that's the way it is. This is why we need to be on spiritual warfare. This is why we need to fast. This is why we need to pray. This is why we need to stay in the word of God. Because if we don't, as people, we're going to fall by the wayside. We are going to fall by the wayside. And we're going to miss the mark. We have, we have so much we might think we have so little about, we think we have so little because of salvation. But your soul is the most important thing that you could ever have in this world. I don't care how much money you got. I don't care how many cars you got. I don't care how many houses you got. I don't care how many months how many numbers of land you have. I don't care how many clothes you have. It does not matter when it comes to your soul. Because when it comes to your soul and it comes to spiritual warfare, none of that stuff matters. None of that stuff matters to the Lord or for for, for, for that for saying that doesn't even matter to the enemy. He could care less about how many about how many clothes you own. He could care less about what Jordans you got. He could care less about how much money you got. It, 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 as long as you destroy, that's all the enemy cares about. The Lord don't care. Look, let me tell you something. The Lord, when it comes to your soul, when it comes to having things, 
or and then giving it up for in exchange for yourself the lord does not care about how much money you have money is not going to take you into heaven the clothes you have don't ain't going to take you into heaven now is it good to have yes does the lord want you to have it yes Bible says occupy until he comes. He wants you to have these things, but not at the expense of you losing yourself. I, Lord Jesus, let me not say that. If it meant that my soul, my soul, and I'm going to use me. My soul was the most important thing that I had. My soul was more important. And I don't even, I'll take it way deep. I'm going to take it way deep. My soul is more important than my daddy, than my mama, than my sisters, than my brothers. Uh-huh. Then my nieces and my nephews, you might say, well, is it more important than your wife? Yes. Is it me? I'll even take it deeper than that. My soul, me, I would not give nothing in exchange for my soul. My soul was more important than my children. If my children don't want to go, don't hinder me. If my wife don't want to go, don't hinder me. You're not going to hinder me. If my mom and my daddy, uh, I mean, I know they're not, but if my mom and daddy one day uh, lo- uh, lose their mind and say, "Well, I don't want, I-, I don't want to live for Christ anymore," oh well, too bad, too bad for you. Come on and join me. Come on and join me over here. No, I ain't going. My soul is at stake. You want to go? Then go ahead. But I'm not going. If my brothers and my sister, they say, if they happen to say one day, I don't want to believe in God no more. I don't want to do this no more. Okay, that's you. Got to draw the line somewhere. I will not, because I am in spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare is a fight. It's a fight. It's a fight every day. How do I know it's a fight? The Bible says so. Well, how, how? You haven't told me, uh, uh, Adam, uh, that it's a fight. Well, let's 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 go to the Book of Ephesians real quick, and I'm gonna show you it's a fight. Because the Lord would not tell us to do this. If it wasn't a fight, I'm going to take y'all to the scriptures. Take y'all to the scriptures. Here we go. Ephesians chapter number six, verse 13. Verse 13 through uh, 17. Verse 13 through 17. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 13 through 17. And it reads, 
Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God. Now, let's just stop right there for a minute. It said, now I know this is the first few words of this verse. It says, wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God. Take in, there, wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God. What do you need armor for if you ain't in no battle? This is a battle. Spiritual warfare is a battle. It says, take, take unto you the whole armor of God. And you may be able to, able to, to withstand in the in the day in the evil day we're living in the evil day that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand stand therefore having your loins girled about with truth having on the breast the breastplate of righteousness. Now these are the different, these, look, let me show you something. This is, it's describing the pieces of armor that we have to have on. That we have to have on. It said, it, it said having your loins girled about with truth. That means your, your loins are girled about with truth. That means you're around truth. That means everything about you should be true. Amen. Having having on the breastplate, that's protecting your heart. The bless the breastplate of righteousness. Your heart got to be right. Your heart got to be in righteousness. Your heart has to be in righteousness. And your feet shun with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Wherever you go, walk in peace. Walk in peace. And above all, take the shield of faith. Take the shield of faith. I'm going to read. I'm going to take the shield of faith wherewith ye shall be, be able to quench the fiery darts of the wicked. Be able to quench the fiery darts of the wicked how do we quench the fiery darts of the wicked with the shield of faith when people tell you that it can't be done believe believe that which God has said that you shall do that's faith that's quenching the fiery darts that's quenching them That's quenching the fiery darts. The fiery darts of the wicked. Wicked people would tell you that, look, let me show you something. The devil is not going to tell you anything good about this word. He going to tell you, this is what, this is, I'm going to give you an example of what the enemy will tell you. Oh, God don't love you. You know God loves you. The Lord don't love you. 
Look, let me show you something. This is why we need the word of God. I'm going to show you this example. I'm going to finish reading this verse. And and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Now, the helmet of salvation protects our minds. The, The mind is a battlefield for the enemy. He puts in thoughts of uh, God don't love you. But if you have on your helmet, helmet, if you have the helmet of salvation, don't you know? Look, when you um, mm, let me show y'all something. When you become saved, it's a transformation that happens. Where does the transformation start? It starts with your mind. How do I know it starts with my mind? Because the only way for you to be saved is you must hear the word and then believe the word. You must first hear the word of God. You must first hear about salvation, just like they did on the day of Pentecost. And then that which you've heard, you must believe. That's faith. There's a transformation taking place. I, I'm going to go. I think it's. Uh, it said the word of God. It's in the book of Romans. Um, where it talks about. Uh, being transformed by the renewing of your mind. Your mind is renewed when you become under, unto salvation. It says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. In the book of Romans. I'm going to go there real quick. I'm going to go there real quick. Hold on. Let's go there. Let's go to the book of Romans. Let's go to the book of Romans. Let's go to the book of Romans. And I'm going to... I'm going to, um, see, and this is why, this is why I, I, I love the word. I love the word. I, I, man, I, I love talking about the word of God because it brings life. It brings life. It brings life. And when you're talking about uh, the renewing of the mind, it, it 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 this is what this is what this that that verse was talking about. It was talking about uh, having having a loins girl about with the gospel. Uh, but your loins go out about in truth. Having on, it, it talked about having on the whole armor of God. Amen. Amen. It, the helmet of salvation. The helmet of salvation protects your mind because, like I said before, your mind is a battle is a battleground for the enemy. 
That's why he said, uh, uh, be transformed by the renewing of your mind in Rome. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. See, we, and, and I said it, I said it. We're going to go to Romans chapter 12, verse number two. And it reads, and be not conformed in this world. Oh, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That ye may be a, that that ye may prove that what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Amen. This is what this is talking about. This is what this is talking about. In Ephesians chapter chapter six, verse thirteen, verses thirteen through seventeen, where it talks about uh, uh, having having the helmet of salvation. That's what it is. Because once your mind becomes transformed, you don't want the enemy to come in and try to mess up. You don't want the enemy to come in and try to mess up anything that the Lord has put down in you. Because we've already stated that the enemy, we already know the enemy's game plan. He comes to steal, kill, and to destroy, right? He, anything he can steal. If he could fool the very elect, he could. He would. He would fool the very elect if he could. So if his plan, the Lord has already told us his game, the enemy's game plan. His game plan is to steal. So if he can steal uh, the things that God has placed in your mind, the renewing of your mind, if he can restore, if he can steal that renewing that God has placed in you, if he could steal that, then he, by telling you he doesn't love you, he starts with little things. That's why the Bible says be careful for nothing. We can't let every wind and doctrine uh, uh, teach us. We can't eat from everybody's table. And that just ain't in the church. That's just from people. We can't get counseling from everybody. We, we cannot take everybody's advice. Especially on spiritual stuff. You got you got so many spiritual advisors that ain't they, they think they're spiritual, but they ain't spiritual at all. You have you have people that are that are so spiritual. They have they they're so religious. But let me tell you something. There's a difference between religion and having salvation. There's a difference between having salvation and having religion. I've been saved by the blood of the Lamb. I've been, I've given, my salvation has been given to me by the blood of the Lamb, by the crucifixion of the, of Jesus Christ. I've been bought with a price. You've been bought with a price. People that are religious, the Pharisees were religious. 
They know so much that they know so little. They so educated, and I'm not against education. I'm not against education. When I say this, I'm not against education. Go ahead, get your education. People that have education, I thank you. But you can become so educated and be so educated and so wise that you so wisely stupid. That you could become so educated that you could be an educated fool. I'm not denouncing education. I'm not denouncing knowledge because it's good to have knowledge. Anybody lack wisdom, let them let them ask of God. In all thy in all thy all thy ways, get an understanding. In all thy understanding, get you know. We have to understand the knowledge of God. But the Pharisees, see, there's a difference between getting knowledge and getting knowledge. There's a difference between knowing knowledge and knowing knowledge. You you want to get knowledge because you want to seem so melodious and you want to have so much big words and and so and, and and this and that it, but there's another there's another way of getting getting knowledge there's a, I, like I said there's there's there, when you get knowledge and you get knowledge there's a difference between getting knowledge and you get knowledge getting and getting is two different things when you get now, when you, when you get knowledge, there's some people that get knowledge and they, they, they have their knowledge and they, they, they speak so melodious and they, oh, I'm this and I'm that, and and I have this degree and I have that degree and they have they know something the everything and they bigger and better than somebody else. The devil is a liar, and that is a spirit, and you need to come down off your high horse and you need to humble yourself. Humble is the way. Jesus knew everything, but Jesus didn't do. Jesus did not put himself upon a high horse. He didn't have his nose stuck up in the air thinking he was better than everybody. He knew a lot. He knew everything. When the Pharisees tried to trick him, he knew what their thoughts were before they even thought. Before they even thought them. But he didn't put himself on a high pedestal. He humbled himself. Even unto death, he humbled himself. When he was on the cross, he humbled himself. He could have called 10,000, 20,000 angels to smite everybody that was there. But he humbled himself. He humbled himself at the, uh, before he even went to the cross. His flesh didn't want to die, but he said, If it be thy will, let this cup pass from me. He said, not my will, but your will be done. He humbled himself. He humbled himself. The almighty God humbled himself. This is what, this is it right here. And let me show y'all something. In in understanding the spirituality, understanding 
spiritual warfare, you have to understand this. We look. I, I, hold on. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna finish this out. We need the word of God to be able to fight off the enemy. Amen. This is why we need to study our word. This is why you need to study the Bible. Study the word of God. So that when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord can lift up a standard against him. It's this, it, the Bible says, study to show thyself approved. Because when the enemy comes in like a flood, you know, you know how a flood comes in, it starts off, it, it might start off little water, trickles of water coming in. It might come in slowly, but then it starts coming in fast. Then all of a sudden, you're, you're over the top in water. You're all, the water's done overtaking you. Well, that's the same thing with the spirit, spiritually. Satan can so, he can come in so little, speak little, speak little words to you. Whisper nothings in your ear and then have you looking, have you, oh, well, maybe they don't love me. Or maybe, well, Jesus really doesn't love me. But when, in those times of, of when you're, of when the enemy comes in and tells you that, that the Lord doesn't love you, you can say, but for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. He died for me. He died out of his love for me. That's how much he loved you. So Satan, you can't tell me. You, that's how much he loved me. You say you can't tell me that God don't love me because he died for me. He says it in his word and I believe it. You can't tell me as many blessings. He said that he he said that if that if that if I live for him that no good thing would he withhold from me than ones that walk up right before him. So you can't tell me that the Lord doesn't love me. You can't tell me that. See, and let me show y'all something. Let me show y'all something. The word of God will teach you how to love in spite of. We dealing with spiritual warfare, y'all. The love, the, the 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 word of God will teach you how to love, and the Lord will teach you how to love so much that you can love the hate off people. You can love hate right out of somebody. Don't you know? And look, in in in, in Ephesians chapter number six, verse twelve. We're gonna go there. I'm gonna read it to you. Ephesians chapter six. This is why we need to learn how to love people. The ones that despitefully use us, we need to learn how to love people in spite of what they do. Jesus did it. He said, forgive them, for they know not what they do. This is the spiritual warfare, and this is why we need to love them, the ones that despitefully use us. This is why, right here. If they want to take on a spirit of hate. And this goes in 
this ties into what we're dealing with right now. If somebody wants to hate me because of the color of my skin or, the, or, or my gender or whatever, whatever it might be, if you want to hate me, that's fine. Because I know it's a spirit. Something on the inside of you is making you hate. Is making you hate me. And I know it's not you. And I'm going to show you. It's not the person. It's the spirit on the inside of them. The Lord had already showed us. In Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12. It reads. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. But against principalities. Against powers. Against the rulers of darkness. Of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places. My fight, what this verse is saying, my fight is not with the person that is hating me. My fight is not with the person that, look, I, I have no reason to hate anybody. I have no reason to. That's not my fight. My fight is with the, with the spirit on the inside of them. My fight is with the enemy himself. That's my fight. That's why we're in spiritual warfare. Amen. Amen. We're gonna take we're gonna take a commercial break real quick, and then after after the commercial break, we're gonna go uh, deep. Uh, go a little bit deeper more into this but I I pray that you're having a a good time right here on the summit I I pray that you're having a good time and I pray that you are getting something out of this in Jesus name Um, when we come back we're going to finish this out and we're going to talk about uh, uh, spiritual warfare we're going to go in a little bit more deeper into spiritual warfare so um, after this commercial break, come on back and uh, just listen to the Summit Internet Radio podcast in Jesus' name. Uh, I hope, like I said, hope you're having a blessed day in Jesus' name. God bless you. And when I will see you after this commercial break, this is the Summit Internet Radio podcast show with your host, Adam Tuggle, in Jesus' name. God bless you. Praise the Lord, everyone. This is founder and pastor of Triumph in Faith Apostolic Church, William A. Tuggle III, 2950 North High School Road, here in the beautiful city of Indianapolis, Indiana. All are welcome to every service and any service that we have. Sunday school begins at 1130 a.m. morning worship immediately following where Jesus is the center of attraction. All are welcome to attend in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. We are back live on the Summit Internet Radio Podcast Show. I am your host, Adam Tuggle, and we are talking about spiritual warfare on today. I'm going to do something different right now. I'm going to do something different. 
at the conclusion of this show today. I hope that you all know, that every listener knows, that whatever you're going through, it's a spiritual fight. And in a spiritual fight, we have to understand that we have to use the word of God. We have to use the spiritual weapons that are given to us to be able to withstand the wiles of the enemy. And if we do not use our spiritual weapons that the Lord has given us, we will fall. We cannot use natural things to to heal a spiritual problem. Everything that we are faced with, everything that you go through, may not be spiritual. But everything that is about you, as long as you have a soul, you are spiritually connected to spirituality. And what I mean by spirituality meaning this. Spirits are going to come at you in every wind and every way until the day you die and until the day I leave this earth. But we must know how to fight. We must know that the Lord is on our side and that he is who he says he is. That the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against the enemy when the enemy does come in like a flood. We must understand that we must pray. Our weapons, our prayer, fasting, the word of God, praise, worship, giving. And with these weapons, we will be able to withstand the wiles of the enemy in spiritual warfare. We must understand that we must have the Holy Ghost to take on these weapons. Some of these weapons, we do not need the Holy Ghost for. Praise, we don't need the Holy Ghost. Because the Bible does say that let everything that has breath praise the Lord, praise ye the Lord. It did not say saved or unsaved. It said let everything that has breath. But you must need, you must have the Holy Ghost to enter into the kingdom of heaven because that is our main objective. That is our main goal is to make it to heaven one day. So if you're listening to me today, I beg you, and I don't, I don't, I I try not to do this a lot, but I don't beg anybody to do anything for me. I, I, I don't. I'm like my father. My father does not beg anybody to do anything for him. And I don't either. But I beg you today, if you do not have the Holy Ghost, which is, which is um, talked about in Acts 2 and 38, If you have not taken the steps of salvation, which is also um, depicted in Acts 2 and 38, then I'm here to tell you, and I'm going to be straightforward with you, 
because I always am. If you do not have this salvation, and you can be from uh, the greatest of the great to the lowest of the lows, does not matter. Doesn't matter. If you do not have the Holy Ghost and you leave this earth, you will see destruction. I'm going to put it to you like this. I would rather live twice and die once than to live once and die twice. What do you mean? What do you mean, Adam? I would rather live twice and die once than to than to live once and die twice. Well, God has a point appointed a way for us to live twice. Some of us will not take that, but some of us that live this life are spiritually some of us are spiritually dead and some of us that have taken on life are spiritually living so we live we are living twice we're living naturally and we're living spiritually and some of us if we do not hearken unto the voice of the Lord and unto salvation we would die twice which means we would die in the physical and we would die in the spiritual which is hell and I'm just going to put it point blank there is no purgatory there is no middle there is no in between it's either heaven or it's hell going to heaven is having life going to hell is having death spiritually And it's up to you where you're going to spend eternity. It is up to me. It is up to all of us. Where will you spend eternity? The fight in a spiritual warfare is for you to make it to heaven. The whole arm, the armor of God is for you to help you make it to heaven. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Those weapons are to help you make it to heaven. It is your choice to make it or not. You have a choice. I have a choice. We all have that choice. God has given us that choice. But I will say this. With every action, there is a reaction. And with every choice, there is a consequence to those choices. Choose ye this day whom you will serve. Will, will your God be God? Or will your God be your flesh and man and the enemy himself? God bless you. I pray that you have a blessed week. And as it states in Acts 2 and 38, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. This is the only way to 
make it into heaven. This is the only way biblically, Bible-based, to see the Lord's face in peace one day. In Jesus' name. If you take on these steps, you will make it to heaven. And if you live a holy life, if you live a holy life, you will make it to heaven. In Jesus' name. God bless you. I love you. In Jesus' name. And until next time, I will see you next week right here on the Summit Internet Radio Podcast Show. God bless you.